All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello and welcome to take two of this week's episode <laughs> of the Three Nose Podcast. Uh, what are the Three Nose, Jason? Uh, there are no rules, no plan, and so, no safety net. So far, we have tripled the output of okay. the last attempt. So we're doing a good. All right. You're doing good. Hey, I, I will admit the first take was funnier, but oh, I know. All right, <laughs> yeah, it's always the way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. All right. What are you drinking? I am drinking Eden Grove Perfect Pear Cider. 100% hand-picked Ontario pears, always freshly pressed, gluten-free, and vegan-friendly. You are so woke. Apparently. Apparently. You no, know, all I saw, oh, it's pear? I'll grab it. That's what I saw on the shelf. <laughs> I got Purple Monster, sugar-free. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't like? No. Is it a dry one? It's very dry. Give I'll me a try. choke it down, but it's... Let me try. Yeah, it's a little drier than I'm used to. It's because it's no gluten in it. Is that what? That's what it is. Oh, ew. Yeah, see, that's getting that's getting close to that wine flavor, and yeah. I am not a fan of that. That. Well, that's a one and done. I'm glad. Well, I got one more can at home. Ah. I'll pawn it off on the wife. As I was going to say, give it to the wife. But I'll choke this one down. It'll be good. <laughs> Take one for the team. Exactly. <laughs> it's open. Don't want to waste it. No. No. You know, no that's good. Get... That's a good 310, 315, I think. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you it's, it's an, you, you made an investment in yourself to try new things. Yep. And sometimes. I wasn't going to. It just the grower's pair was gone. Yeah. Well, he said <laughs> some like sometimes investments pay off. Sure. Not sometimes <laughs> not so much. No. But Crystal but, probably like it. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I've had some of the ciders that like are super dry and it's like oh, Yeah, when I no first thanks. discovered Summer's Bees, yeah. you know, I really enjoy Summer's Bees and one of my coworkers at the time I was working at Home Depot and he recommended Strongbow. Yes. Oof. No, it's, ooh, no, they have like a. I, I didn't they call it extra dry. And that might ooh. be, it. yeah, yeah, it was like, too much. I will, I will do one strong bow in a while just to like. I'll, I'll be at the liquor store and I'll go, oh, strong bow, and then I'll get one and went, oh, strong bow. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's why I don't buy it that often. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I said. You just kind of you. you 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 lean into one and just like mm, that's right now I remember that's it's the same as driving by Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you get well. See the worst part about it was there used to be a KFC just over yep, around like, the corner, around right? the corner, and if the wind blew right, the 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 smell, mm-hmm. the aroma of the KFC would waft over the house, and you'd be sitting there one. Oh, I haven't had KFC in a long time. Maybe I should go get some. A long time ago, we lived in the the Columbus Estates. That's on Sheldon. Yes. So we our our unit was directly behind the Tim Hortons on mm-hmm. St. Clair, which is two doors down from KFC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know my pain. You know yes. exactly what I'm talking uh-huh. about. So you 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 get a nose full of the, the KFC scent. Yep. And you go over and you grab a. Oh, a two piece and fries. And I have some rough days leaving work 
Because we got Kelsey's right there. Oh yeah. Like we, our driveway backs to Kelsey's. Like you have to go buy it. Yeah. There's no other way out. So and some days it smells real good. Well, they Kelsey's. Me and Mags go to Kelsey's every once in a while for. Uh, oh, was it their chicken wing night? Yep. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, I'll order more chicken wings than I. We'll go for really wings. healthily should be eating. We'll go for wings and their amaze balls, the cheese, mac and cheese amaze balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I don't think I've tried those. They're good. They're good. They're real good. Damn it! Now I gotta go to Kelsey's. <laughs> Crystal discovered them, and yeah, she was sold so instantly. They're like just deep fried mac and cheese balls. Yep. Oh. With a, I think they come with a marinara sauce that's really tasty. Oh fuck! And, why not? Yeah, yep. God mm-hmm. damn it! <laughs> There's an obesity problem where? (laughs) That's hard to believe, isn't it? Well, it was funny. The uh, Andre, a friend from Facebook, posted the picture of the the, the Muncho chips. Yes. With the the Frank's Red Hot. And I saw you tried it. I tried it. Fuck. (laughs) I would never have thought that. I wouldn't have either, but it was so good. Frank's Red Hot sauce is not typically known as like a chip dip. No. No. Like I said, I I was sitting there. I saw it. And I said, I had a bottle of Frank's in my fridge at work, and I bought a bag of Munchos. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to try it. And he just, like, the first time I did it, I was like, I put one one or two drops on the on the chip down the hatch. I went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's a crack. The floodgates are opening. This this is really, really good. <laughs> and I'm just, like, I'm coating gonna a to, chip. I'm going to have to try it. Oh, it is. It just... Just be prepared because he's like, damn it, Andre. <laughs> what have you done to me? And Darcy, Dar- did you see what Darcy put? I don't think I saw it. Okay, Darcy, underneath the, the picture, he goes, this, and this is the last day Iron Mike's weight began with a two. <laughs> I replied, this is a very slippery slope, Darcy. So. <laughs> But that's one of those weird combinations that yes. nobody knows about. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a podcast that I listen to. Uh, it's because it's from the mythical team, the Rhett and Link. Mm-hmm. Mythical mm-hmm. Morning. It's mythical chef Josh and Nicole. They're they're they're, they're chefs. Yeah. Um, so they do a podcast called "A Hot Dog Is a Sandwich," where yeah, they discuss they discuss food debates. Oh. Okay. Um, and then, at, but the at the. the the end of it is always um, opinions are like casseroles, so people will chime in with their interesting food combinations and stuff like that. So that's something that would wind up on there. Yeah, um, I threw at them and they read the tweet, but they didn't talk about it on there. But uh, when do you remember Corey uh, hung out with Dan? Yes, okay. yes. Okay, uh, he introduced me to a stoner treat, but it's delicious even when you're not stoned. Ritz crackers. Uh huh. Okay, specific brands here: Ritz crackers, Kraft cream cheese, uh, uh, cheese whiz. Okay. And Kraft peanut butter. Really? Uh huh. When you're stoned, it's heavenly. When you're sober, it's really fucking good. Because okay, that, that's a lot of salty. I yeah, but you also get a bit of like a weird tangy kind of sweetness with the peanut butter, right? Along the same lines, I grew up with a kid back in public school. I remember vividly this day. I went over. We were working on a project. Go over to his house. I think it was a Saturday or something. 
his mom makes us hot dogs for lunch. Okay. So, standard hot dog condiments, yep. ketchup, mustard. He grabs the jar Careful, of, don't use ketchup in uh, most cities in the States on a hot dog. They'll No, they uh, mostly mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chicago, they'll shoot you. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, they'll shoot you in Chicago anyways. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, my buddy gets his hot dog, ketchup, mustard, peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. I look at him like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you should try it. I'm going like, no, thanks. Now, okay, it, that does sound because you lose me at the ketchup and mustard part. Yeah. I, 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 because like we both. The peanut butter. Yes. Yeah, so I've had hamburgers. Right. That's with, where I'm going. Yeah. Because I've had, you know, a, a hot dog has a similar flavor. Consistency is entirely different, but a similar flavor to bacon. Yes. It's, yes. It's not the same by any means, but it's no. similar. Yeah. Okay. Say, well, they come from the same animal. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked, hooves. I know. <laughs> I, I worked. I worked in a butcher shop. I know. So, what, yeah. So. 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 That, so I could see the peanut butter working with the hot dog, but you lose me at the ketchup and mustard yeah, part. That's that was the thing, and I'm just like. But again, I think it's the, just the tanginess going with the sweetness. And the salty. Uh, it's just I, not a combination I, I want to try. No, no, <laughs> no. And, and there's there's a visual aspect to oh, this as well. Yeah. You're just like, uh, you remember the remember when they briefly had that purple ketchup? Yeah, and nobody could wrap their heads around it. No, no. Um, they're doing it again in Japan right now. I just saw the ad with the black burger, like a black Whopper. Oh, okay. It's yeah, all yeah, colored yeah, yeah. with squid ink, so the whole thing is black. Yes, I'm see that. I don't trend. know if I could get past that. Like you, you got to push your brain. Yeah, through I, something that no, that yeah. that's not doesn't look. Good. Those colors don't match. But it's what probably it, delicious. No doubt. I've been. They've seen. I've seen like black ice cream. I haven't tasted it, but I've seen like the black ice cream. I only ever saw like stuff that. on that when uh, way back when when Iron Chef, the original Iron Chef. Oh, started airing yeah, yeah, yeah. on Food Network. Yeah. Okay, you saw them use squid ink, and I'd never seen it before then, and you would see it, uh, see it on there. Um, uh, and now, you're right. I've seen it a few times on various yeah. shows and, and things that Crystal's watched. Yeah. So, no, I've seen pictures of the of the black burgers before. And, like, it, you, I'm with you. It, there's, there's a visual hurdle that I just yep. have a hard time making that leap. And... Same with the the peanut butter, ketchup, and mustard on a hot dog. It was just the visual mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like, I've had uh, the Works Burger place in London. Yep. I've had the their hunk of hunk of burger. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, peanut butter, banana. I haven't tried that one. I've had the Skater Boy that has peanut yeah. butter. So I had that one. The, it, it basically it was like the the, the fried Elvis, right? Uh, yeah, the food peanut, gold peanut butter and nana uh, sandwich yeah. kind of thing. It was good. It was really good. Like that was all that I put on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's what I'm finding with yeah. any of the Works Burgers. Generally, you don't need anything else. No, no. They, that they, combination. They, they've made that combination right. to perfection. So, so. Some some very smart chef in the kitchen somewhere goes, if you put this with this and this and this, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be fiddling around with uh, the perfection of those burgers. Yep. So you just sit your ass down and say, I want that one. 
That's why I really do like that mythical chef Josh guy. He does that where and, and like I know he'll flat out say, I know this doesn't sound right, but I'm, but but trust me, it just adds like it takes it to the next level and all that and he does some weird combination stuff yeah. once in a while and Well, I said one of my my favorite combinations is Cool Ranch Doritos and salsa. Right. So most people usually just use plain tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across this combination. Uh, there was a, hung, a hungover night or hungover day as a kid. And I was just like, I stumbled into the kitchen. I'm looking for food. And I found this. But see, I put that in the same realm as the Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah. You know, which you can actually buy those shells now. You I can had, buy ranch blasted or cheddar blasted. Yep. Uh, sh- taco shells. Where? So, at grocery stores. Really? Yeah. Old El Paso makes them. Dang. They I gotta go look cheese, for those. They have cheese blasted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only in hard shells, of course. Yeah, that's fine. But they have cheese blasted and ranch blasted. Because I had two of those tacos yesterday. Huh? Ah, so good. You can make them at home because you can buy those shells. Well, looks like I gotta go shopping. <laughs> uh, we already did, and I've got pulled pork in this looker. Ooh. Now you're talking. It's, yeah, it was expensive though. <laughs> I couldn't find like a, a cheaper like pork tenderloin or a pork picnic shoulder or anything. Couldn't find anything like that. So I bought four tenderloins. Jeez. At nine to ten bucks a piece. <laughs> so I got that's five pounds worth of pork meat. So pork tenderloin. Pork tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pricey, but. We got Xander home for the weekend, so you know we're gonna have basically our whole family together yeah. for a meal. So, gold buns? No, <laughs> <laughs> just your basic plain Jane, like no name brand pack of buns. Oh yes, and blew we'll the wad on the on the meat exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be making some uh, homemade coleslaw, uh, slap on top, and nice. yeah, it'll, be, it'll cool. be it'll be good. Uh, that's uh, we only make it a couple times a year. What you mean? This Just year? making sure. All right. That. Okay. <laughs> you want to explain? Nope. No. All right. Fine. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah we uh, yeah we brought Xander home uh, Friday night. He's got a driver's test ah. Monday afternoon. I guess so, he, whose car is he taking back mine. up with? He's actually taking a car. Oh with no! Him? Oh no! He's not driving back to Waterloo. Oh no! Okay. But he's doing his driver's test. His G. Two or whatever the the first road test G one G one yeah yeah I, I'm out of loop on that he's got to do that on Monday gotcha and then we take him back to Waterloo Monday well I get done at four and we're hitting the road right after that and just so. leave him there yep yeah he's at school so cool he's got to do one class in the afternoon after either before or after his road test he's doing one of his classes because it's a, a lot of them are zoom classes mm, okay um but we have to he has to be home by seven o'clock for his opera class so opera does he sing opera in english uh i don't know how much opera songs are in english um but uh, it would it, it's quite possible i just don't know i haven't heard too much of his actual opera okay but he's they, they sing a wide range, so he's got an opera class, but he's also got some classical stuff, and I think they're getting into some contemporary stuff too. Yeah. No, like the opera, the most opera that I'm aware of is like Italian, Italian, French. Um, I think you do get into some German, German too. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've heard him sing songs in German and whatnot, but I don't know if they're considered operas or if they're just classical. Is he German? 
No, I know where you're going, and no, I have a- not brought it up to him. I'm yet. just asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. No, our family is French Irish. Oh, some, oh, okay. With some, uh, so does he focus mostly on Irish jigs and? Uh, uh, he French? did. He had sang one song that was of Irish descent. Okay, so but anything else? And I know he sang a lot of French. Yeah, and like, and Italian. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But he's but you're not Italian. <laughs> cultural oh, cultural appropriation does not apply when you're learning. Sure, he's does. learning his craft. Sure, sure, absolutely, it does. No, absolutely, no. Yeah, so you're taking a, you're taking a culture's part oh, like, and taking like, it and using it for your own like last your own game. Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good night last night. We uh, that okay. That was one of the the most fun I've had in a gaming session. Honestly, the focus that we had. Okay, there was okay, that. Yeah, that was definitely big. Yeah, the um, got together Saturday night. Jason and Brent and Carter and Parker and my cousin Craig, who has never played D anD D before in his life. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Got together to play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, and I was the dungeon master. Yeah, it's rough. That just yeah, it's, it's, it's wince worthy every time you take a sip. It is. Yep. So, um, I have been kind of feeling the itch to get back into. Okay, pause. Okay, sorry, something just came to mind. Okay, did you know we have an email? We have an email. Yeah. What's the email? <laughs> Yeah. Damn it, Jason. People, what is the email? People can email us at the number three. We're only 20 minutes into I the know. show. I know. But it just hit me. Perfect time. Like, to, they may not know this. Oh, we've already got them hooked. Yeah. With the, the, the intro food talk. Yeah. Now they're invested. They yep. have to. Exactly. Now they have to listen to our social. Exactly. And so, they have to interact with our socials because... Now, they're totally invested it's in the It's a binding show. contract, yes. That's right. Yeah. Social contract. So, our, our email is the number three, noespod at gmail.com. And we're also on the Twitter machine. Again, the number three, at the at number three, noes podcast. And then we are on the Facebook page. Yeah. The Three Nose Podcast. And... They're already listening to this podcast on whatever device that gets podcasts. Most people and get their their podcast from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, um, any real any other uh, service that carries podcasts tends to carry this as well. So we're 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 out there. Instead. If podcasts are being casted somewhere, we're being casted yep. there. So yeah, yeah, okay. So yes, we got together. So, yeah. D and D fifth edition. D and D fifth edition. Um, got into this in a roundabout way because I wanted to get me and the boys playing something, and it just so happened I had some of the old advanced Dungeons and Dragons books. Mm-hmm. So we were playing around with that, and then Parker. Picked up player's edition for the fifth player player's handbook for fifth edition and fell in love with the system. Yeah, it's a it's a nice system. Yeah, and it, it clears up a lot of 
weirdness with a lot of the old the old editions. It, it, and it totally forgets pretty much everything from the fourth edition, which was god awful. Yes, and it streamlined a lot of the best stuff from three and three point five, which yeah. was arguably one of the best systems. What I like about fifth edition, f- coming from a dungeon master perspective, it allows me to tell my story smoother. I can get you guys to do roles, but I can also just have everybody role play it out, mm-hmm. which I would prefer from a story perspective is have you guys play it out, talk it out and roll the dice when it's necessary to roll the dice, which is not all the time. Mm-hmm. You can you can do a lot of things just telling the story without having to take that the ba- that basic fake. common activities or actions shouldn't really require a roll. right right you know so it, you know it's it makes sense to just role play that out. why yeah. does it have to be up to chance when it's exactly. something pretty common and basic and simple yeah and said this also with with me being the dm on this i have found a a a, a creative outlet where I can write stories and be involved in in the stories with the players. Mm-hmm. And I get to dip my toe in just about every pop culture pool <laughs> yeah. I can get my hands on. And I started to work them into the story. Jason. I can't believe it took me so long to catch the green arrow stuff. Like I put it right out I know. of Front Street. It's, it's the Steven thing. I'm like, for, I, honestly, I don't think I caught his name in the first night, on the first session. I might not. I don't think I caught his name in the okay, first session. Yeah. So, um, Katie, yes, but not Steven. Yes. So. Okay, uh, in my defense, I don't think I, I heard your name in the when first you time, when so. you finally had the realization. Yeah, I it was blinded by the light bulb that went <laughs> off over your head, and I was grinning from ear to ear when when he just like, off oh, for fuck's sakes, really. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I caught the thing with the kid. Nobody else seemed to notice that, but I did. Yep, I saw you. So. You caught that. Yep, and then the um, there's still. Still a little tiny thing that I, I I haven't quite weaved into the kid, but it, it's there. And it said it's just it, it it's 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 very meta, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's there and it's in that storyline. Okay, but the kid, yes, you have made that realization about <laughs> the kid. So. Now that's me, me, not my character. Right. So right. I said there's. That's the that's that's the trickiest thing, and by because you are really pushing more for a role playing aspect. Yeah. So where we're having to play it out more, it is trickier to play that right and not slip into oh well I know this out of the game kind of thing. Right. Um I've been I've been around gaming enough that I can hold it back. Yes. But I know how it can be trickier for newer players so you know I you got to watch, watch out for Craig a bit there and I I, Brent slips that way a little bit. Yeah. So fuck Brent almost got punched in the nose. Yeah, he kept sticking his nose over the screen. Right. Don't. No. He's he's he, 
Might have to move chairs on him <laughs> because he said he kept peeking around that screen. Put up barbed wire. Electrified. Yeah. <laughs> There's shock a, collars. Oh, shock collars. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> or, okay, start simple. Get the, Do the Caesar Milan. Get the water bottle. Psst, psst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the, the, the escalation of yeah. it all. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. No, uh, but I, the, uh, what happened in the climax of last night's, <laughs> Fuck, I was so pissed. I was so pissed in that fight. Yeah. I couldn't fucking hit anything. I had it all. And then we couldn't take down that the one knoll that only had two points left. Yeah, one. Nobody could hit him. Nobody could freaking hit him. One hit point left. Fuck. And he was surrounded. Yes. And he was hanging in there like a champ. <laughs> so I'll, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. So. As the player characters were riding out the wild hunt, you heard that scream. Mm -hmm. Then the next morning, that guy came and talked to Stephen about Trevor. Right. Stephen says, well, he knew better. He was kicked out of his house by the Knolls. Oh. The Knolls had snuck into... Oh. Okay. There's been explosions happening all, all over right. the air. Now, the gnolls that you guys killed on the first day, part of that pack. Okay. They were looking for... They were looking for us. The, no. No? They were looking for their companions. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, shit started to blow up, so they were well, attracted. I take them to where their companions are. Don't have to now. <laughs> no. But... Like, at least the puddles that used to be their right. companions. Yeah. So... The Knolls were almost caught outside. So they barged into this house, fucking Trevor. And they threw him out? They threw him out. Wow. Well, he ran out. Okay. And then the next morning, as dawn broke, the Knolls started to fire okay. all the buildings. That's why the shacks on the other side right. were on fire. Mm-hmm. Or they were starting to burn. And that that dude that knocked on the door, that's when shit turned on. Right. So they were in the camp already. Okay. So. See, well, again, I don't know this in the game, but that may, uh, see, I thought maybe that guy who got away, Marchot, I thought he had sent them. There's another thing. (laughs) So. Marchot. Marchot. You know that name. I do. Yes, you do. I don't recognize that name. Yes, you Marshall. You just finished watching. Oh, the Musketeers. But I don't remember who that character is, though. Marshall. I don't. He's he's the the slimy guy that was hanging around the the governor. He's the guy that trapped Porthos and Aramis. <gasps> that. That badass dude, that was Marsh. His name was Marshall. That's I, I, Marsh. Okay. That, wow. Cool. Damn yep. it! Now that you the, the description, fuck yeah, it all fits. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fuck. I should have seen that. So yep. when you said, "Oh, I'm on to your pop culture traps," I was like, "Ah, no, I missed that not. one. I missed that nope. one. I'm, yep. I'm 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 4D chessing you right you now. Got me. So. You got me. <laughs> 
I'm definitely keeping my eyes open a little bit more though. Yeah. So this this is the 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 outlet, and I'm I'm getting to be able to pour like the chapters. I I'm, I'm making for this that you guys end up playing. I I finally made a decision as to the world that we're playing in. Okay. And we're I'm going to steal the world from the Critical Role. Okay. Uh, the the Wild Mount. Uh, I think that's the name of the continent, Wild Mount. I don't know enough about. I think it's like role, so. the planet is called Alexandria. I th- I would have to go back and read. I mean, it's just. I'm I'm familiar because I'm so addicted to Critical Role. Mm-hmm. So the names that they're using on their show. Yeah, I've watched two thirds. I think of the first season, the Hulk, the Craighammer storyline. That's what yeah. I've watched. Yeah. So I I came in real late. I'm on like uh, campaign two when they just started to fight uh, Vokodo on Rumble Cusp. Yeah. See, I don't know any of those. Yeah. Names. So that's <laughs> now. As soon as I started to listen, I know like Parker, like is a huge fan. Yeah, of Yeah, he pointed to, to me right. back when we first when he first sat in with us. Right. So I've I've gone back and I've listened to a bunch of the one shots that they've done, and I'm just like, amazing, absolutely amazing, and the, and it's not just like a lot of the times the one shots. It's not Matt Mercer doing the Dungeon Master. Oh, really? There was one where Liam O'Brien. Did a campaign, not did a one shot where the player characters were a family of werewolves. Oh, it was it was like wow, that's hmm. cool. Uh, they did a um, uh, Matt Mercer GM this one. It was uh, based on the Doom, the video game world. Okay, they crafted an RP uh, uh, a tabletop RPG where the players were demons. Sneaking into a space marine facility, huh. and then at the end of it, the Doom Slayer showed up, and they had to fight the Doom Slayer. That's pretty cool. And it's, it's just like this. This is the creativity. Listening to that creativity fires up my creativity, and it's just like, okay, I can't directly steal from that. But I can play in that sandbox. Right. And I can steal. It's kind of like when we used to play with like G.I. Joe's and Star Wars yes. action figures and make our own little stories. Absolutely. There, you know? Yep. Same and type that, of thing. And consider yourself my G.I. Joe Star Wars action figures. Yep. And like there was the, the one thing like Carney was saying was, um, oh, yeah, you're the guy that's out to kill us all. Not necessarily. No. Because this is an action movie. You guys are the stars. Mm-hmm. I have to set up the the obstacles. Sometimes the obstacles are a little harder. Mm-hmm. And you if if everything was easy, that gets boring. Now the that fight last night, that could have been really deadly. <laughs> it was close for me. Yeah. So I was that I, I was left with two. So I was close. You were close, yeah. Well, they said even before that fight started, I almost killed Carney in the in the house. Oh yeah, right. And yep. with the with the explosion, uh, that a lot of this stuff, I, I I'm 
I'm starting to learn my, my prep work. I don't have to put a whole lot of time in. I can give myself some bullet points. That's generally how I try to work. Yeah. But I know, and I, because I heard you talking about that last night, even though you're at the other end, uh, I tend to be too freewheeling, you know, trying to give you guys too much leeway. Yeah. I need to lead a little bit more. In my well, game, in my GM style, yeah, like there's 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 moments where you can walk in the sandbox, you can do everything, but I there there's certain times I I have a, a story in mind, and I might put you on the rails a little bit just to like nudge you in a direction, but I'm I'm not so much concerned about. If you come off the rails, like everything's really going to go sideways. Now, you had already been planned that you were not going to be able to get back into the mines. Okay, I, I figured. Yeah. So there, there was. I was this close to going down the well, though. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I know. I know. I toyed with that uh, pretty heavily in my mind. Yeah. I really toyed with it, but I probably would have choked to death. Probably. <laughs> so there, like I said, there was. I was when was it, it was the last, the, the first time that we played, and you left the mine the second time, and then you floated the idea of, oh yeah, we'll just get a boat and we'll go on the river. And I was, and I, and I thought, like, what the fuck? And then, uh, no, okay, it's an, it's not possible to get a boat down right. into that. And th- and I thought about that after. That's why I talked last night about okay, who can swim. You know, right. So, so I was just gonna swim it, right? And that was the one of the weird that when you mentioned the boat thing, and I was just like, uh, all right. I know I'd be trying to get like a couch down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twist it. No, the other. Oh, oh you got it wedged. Yeah, you got it wedged. All right, just go. I got it. <laughs> but the. Um, the, the the characters that I've been making. You mean they don't have inflatable dinghies in D and D? No, no. Okay. There is a magical item called a folding boat. Yeah, but we don't have that. No, you don't have that. No. Can but, I get one? Uh, if you find one, who has somebody who has one for sale, or okay. there is a possibility that I'm going to put it in the one heads. Okay. <laughs> your your Amazon wish Craig, list. Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, Getting getting uh, my ideas is coming easier. Like there's still directions that you could go that I really don't have planned for. Like I have I have ideas. Well, but you know that I already asked where's the nearest like larger town. Right. So we have that direction, and that's where I intend to try and take us. Yeah. Once we're satisfied that. There's nothing more for us to do here, and I think we're pretty much done here. Well, so. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The um, I think the next one is going to put a bow on Fairview, okay. and then we'll uh, have to get you Moving guys on to this frontier town. I think he called it. Yeah. <laughs> get you get you guys marching through the woods again. Yeah, we need to go find like real smiths and stuff so we can you know sell some of the crap we picked up and yeah. get some decent gear. Not that I need any, but well, like I said, it, everything, everything that you uh, have picked up so far, 
like value wise there's there's some cool stuff like there's uh the first treasure box that you guys found like the the collar and stuff like that yep. like i didn't generate that list but when i read the list and i wrote everything down i could all the things that was on the list i earmarked like okay that would go with this character this is going to go with that that okay. that kind of thing it just it just seemed to fit really well with who was going to get what okay but nobody's really we have to get it on divvied up treasure well for one yeah. i don't know I, I may not realize that half that stuff is magical you know as it stands right now all you have some as a parker cast detect magic right and but they looked at craig's thing and whatnot but they didn't we haven't looked at any of the stuff that I got out of that first chest. No, no. I mean, all we know is there's a wand and a potion. Those are the only things that could possibly be magical. There's one more thing. So, yeah. See. Yeah. I have it written down, but yep. I don't know that it is. So. Yeah. So there, the um, sorting that stuff out is going to be your next big thing. Mm-hmm. Like divvying up, figuring out who needs what money wise, and. The uh, the gems and stuff like that. I don't know how. That's where we got to get to a bigger town first yeah. of all. Yeah. Then we find a fence and <laughs> <laughs> practice your larceny. Exactly. So there you go. But this this is really like I started playing D anD D when I was shit. Just getting into my teenage years. Uh, I think it's about the same for me. Yeah. I want to say grade seven ish. Grade seven ish. Dave Peach, Donovan. I think we started with D&D Basic. I'm pretty sure that was our first. Blue Box. Uh, Red Box. Red Box. Red Box. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, And then one of them discovered TMNT and their strangeness. (laughs) Yes. And that was our first tiptoe into the palladium universe yep. you know how big that is yes <laughs> that there's so much you can do in the palladium universe and initially i was going to use the palladium planet in like the fantasy okay as the world okay because there would be no familiarization with anybody right and that yeah i've never that's the one part of palladium i've never looked at yeah i've i've played i've ran that a couple times and the the system i like the 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 palladium magic system better whereas the point system the point system and you don't forget your spells right Whereas with Dungeons and Dragons, your wizard will once I cast the spell, I forget the spell. Yeah, that's each not spell a good, is like a bullet, kind right? Of thing, and once you and you run out of bullets. Whereas with with uh, the Palladium system, you know all these spells, whatever you've selected, and as long as you have the points to cast, you can cast any of those. Right. As that long means as you have the you power to do it. Run out of energy, right? The, the bigger the spell, the more energy it takes. Yeah, that kind. That is a system I felt made more sense to me yeah because it puts the power in within you like, right you know you're your own battery kind right. of thing so, and yeah I, I i agree i've always liked that better yeah so there's there's a little of column a column b with the the the, the magic systems so i get of, a little bit of that with my monk with the key points but they're yeah. so minimal that it's not quite the same but 
So this is the first time you've played a monk character, right? Yes. And what do you think of it so far? I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's just being able to... I'm always cautious when I have a limit of something. So the fact that I only have so many key points, I don't want to blow my key points early in a fight. Like That's why I didn't use it right off the bat yesterday because I was saving it for taking down the leader. Yeah. But I never got to him. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's 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 something I need to maybe adjust my thought pattern on is just use it, go for broke kind of thing. Uh, you're you're going to find your balance somewhere along the line when yep. it comes to now that I've hit that play. third level. So now I'm starting to get into the actual my actual path. Yes, you know because that adds something now. You know, flurry of blows has an added effect now. Yeah. because of my the path so i'll, I'll want to use that more because i can use those effects that yes. help us you know knocking guys down or knocking them back or whatever you know i, I that's an added effect that can come in handy mm-hmm. especially when you're getting crowded yes well, it was when, when parker cast the uh, entangling vines <laughs> last night i was just like oh Shit, <laughs> that helped. That helped a that lot. Definitely helped. Yeah, because you you guys were able to tear down that one side of the field. Yep. And then you were able to concentrate. You like you didn't have to split your forces. No. And that helped a lot mm-hmm. because if that pack lord had gotten oh, into the mix, he messed me up. Yeah. It, even when he, he was still ten feet away, and he messed me up with that glive hit. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he kind of surprised me at how effective that he's only considered like a, a challenge rating of two. Still, it's, yeah, and it, it was just we're like all, we're all level two, so yeah. that's so on I, par, he was it? he was no actually I don't know how that works. I've always confused um, by that. I talked to uh, Parker was telling me that a level one character. Should be able to take two quarter CR characters. Okay. So he was the 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 pack leader was probably twice as powerful as like an individual. Okay. So you would have have to have needed all five of you. See that whole challenge rating thing that became a thing in D and D third edition is where we started seeing that. Yeah, and it became a bit of a joke with the old gaming group because oh, we could take down a higher CR level monster, but if you throw ten CR quarters at us, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that at least the the goblins mixing those in with the the knoll pack mm-hmm. it was they were annoying more than anything right and I, I that's what i wanted them in there because it would it would draw your attention and i said the way the way that i i ran that battle I said i split that field mm-hmm. in half and i tried to yeah we used the well as kind of the center point right yeah and so then everything seemed to pivot right on that well mm-hmm. and that one goblin he got way on the outside, <laughs> and he just stood there and he started peppering everybody with arrows. Yep. And 
the 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 Stephen character, I could not believe how many times he missed. <laughs> no kidding. He's a fucking green like, arrow. Come on now. The green friggin' arrow is just lobbing fucking beach balls at everybody. One he fired one explosive arrow. Right. And after that couldn't hit shit. No. No. And he didn't even because the boxing glove arrow is not very aerodynamic. That's what it was. Damn it. Should have used the other ones. They're aerodynamic arrows. You know know that. He actually did use a boxing glove arrow in one episode on the show. Oh, he did? Yep. I want to say second, maybe third season. He was checking out some dude who was a boxer. Okay. Um, He thought there was something shifty going on with this guy, and there there ended up being, I can't remember the details, but he was also the one that was training uh, Laurel Lance to become Black Canary before she had the ability and whatnot, right? She was just becoming a fighter, a yeah. vigilante kind of thing. Um, so and when he went to confront the guy, yeah, the guy came at him. But at this point, so when when the show started, he was killing everyone in his on his list. He had this list, and he was killing them. Yeah, and he was shooting them full of arrows. Exactly. So <laughs> so it it starts in like the second season, I think, is where he starts to get the conscience, and his his bodyguard partner guy was like, "You got to stop doing that." Like, there's a better way, and all that stuff. So he starts pulling back on the lethality. Yeah, and it was in that one. It was yeah. So he still has the pointed arrow. And he's like, nah. and he sticks the arrow into a boxing glove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't want to kill the guy, so yeah, he stuck the arrow into a boxing glove and then fired it at him. And, and I, I laughed so hard. I'm like, they wow. did it. They, they freaking did it. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm that. As soon as I, I built that the village, and I made made that place the green green archer house i yeah again i don't think i heard steven's name that for on the first the first right. session so. and i did steven on purpose because if i did call him oliver that would have been oh yeah it would have caught that instantly right so yep how does that the katie was a nice nice touch though yeah that was a nice well touch. i i had to like i went okay if i'm using steven amell he's married who i went to uh wikipedia and i found uh, the actress is that the actress that is playing Black Canary, right? And I said I just nabbed her. Now that's Katie's actually she's White Canary now on Legends of Tomorrow, right. but she was Black Canary initially. Right. Yes. So, but yes, she's with yep Green Arrow. That she was at one point, yep. right? So that's she supposedly died <gasps> in the first episode. Dun, 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 dun. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, spoilers on a show that's already been off the air now for almost a year. People still talk about spoilers for the yeah, room and stuff like that. So, anyway, it, speaking of that show going off the air, yeah, yeah uh, Arrowverse is losing another one. Supergirl's only doing one more season, and then Supergirl's really? going to be done. Wow, there and you go. CW's getting out of the superhero. No, no, no. <laughs> they still got four more, and they got another one coming. Oh, another right. new okay. one coming. So, but they've they've taken a hit. Because Batwoman, Ruby Rose, walked away after the first season, so I, they have to recast. I watched the first episode of that, and it was horrendous. I watched up to the crisis. Yeah. I powered through because I you know, wanted to make sure I knew everything connected with the crisis. Yeah. So, well, but that show was a rough watch. It it was all over the place. Like they did, they, it felt like they really didn't know where they wanted to go with well, it. Like I said, all they did was beat you over the head. You know, uh, she's a woman. Like. Uh, 
obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, we know, yeah. and I get it, and move on. Get it, like, tell the story. And so. it's, and yeah, okay, lesbian character, and that became a story point and all, but that was fine. It worked, it yeah. worked for what I saw. It was everything else, and the overall drama that they had, and oh, this is the villain, but then, like, uh, even before the crisis, the villain may not be the villain, and like, okay, you've been building this for six weeks, and now it's not like yeah, there's no. It really payoff. felt like they were like they didn't know where they wanted to go with it. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I I did not. I I stopped watching all of it after the crisis. Yeah. Flash was starting to feel repetitive. The only one I could continue watching and would have fun with is Legends of Tomorrow because it was just a well, fun ride. Okay. The Flash really okay. He runs fast. Uh huh. But we're getting kind of the all same right. old thing because they still, you know, time travel becomes a problem and all well, that stuff. There, there's like, there's only so much you can do with a dude whose sole power is he runs real fast. Yeah. And then, okay, like with your Legends of Tomorrow, you have a team. The team has different powers. Yeah. And but they also... They go. They travel through time and space. Right. So right. It's it's like Doctor Who, but with the adrenaline level cranked way up. Well, there you go. That <laughs> makes that makes for an easier storytelling. Yeah. Because you can go. Okay. Uh, this week Constantine and has something. What was and nice then, with Legends of Tomorrow is their first season was rougher. Yeah. They had one like uh, the uh, the arc, and it was uh, the Vandal Savage character was the villain and all, and it, it centered around Hawkman and Hawkgirl and all this stuff. And it was it was a rougher, it was a lot more serious and and dark. They got past that second season hits, and okay, they're having more fun. Third yep. season comes around, holy fuck, was it fun! <laughs> <laughs> and it was third season was the the. the the season premiere was the the unicorn bit my nipple off episode. <laughs> okay, all right. You said you had notes. No, uh, no, I don't really have notes. You just I, said you had notes. You no, had notes before. No, what do you got? Um, what do you got? I'm, now you're, I'm forgetting, because I, I didn't note anything down. I told you this. Uh, well, you had Alexander, your your no, brain notes. Uh, Dead air. I know. Dead air. <laughs> um. Fuck! I can't remember. See, I should have noted it. Wow, I know. We already talked about Chatham Ken, things that Chatham Ken Film Festival at the uh, yeah, yeah the Boon, Boonies uh, Drive-In Theater next weekend. Yeah, that's next Saturday, the third. Uh, I believe it opens at six. There's going to be a band. Do you have uh, to get tickets beforehand, or can you get them? At no, the door? at the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's all strictly at the door. I think. Right. I don't think you can buy them. Anywhere. No, I think I think I saw. S- I think it's a little different. Rob, Rob said something about uh, um, tickets or something. Uh, I can't remember. I know exactly. you can you pay for the you can pay like twenty bucks for the car kind of thing. So that was, it doesn't matter yeah, how many people are in the car. Twenty five bucks for car load is right. something. And I, I he he did say something I just cannot remember. But yeah, I, I've never heard. St- specific details for ticketing other than the carload thing so yeah okay um but i believe it's starting at six with the and the band is starting at six thirty. so doors are opening at 5 30 or 6 okay. and then the band is playing uh face face the music is that their name it's a local band uh and then they they're starting in with the films i think they've got a dozen shorts 
and two features that they're planning on. So is this like, this is a a dusk till dawn? Uh, I'm not sure how late they're supposed to be going, but a lot of the shorts are 10, 15 minutes. So they they won't take long. And the longest feature, I think, is an hour 20. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. We got nothing nothing that's super crazy long. Okay, cool. But but a lot a lot of good selections in there. So I'm I know I'm, I'm planning on going, um, just because it it's been it's been a while since uh, been a while been a while since uh, I've, I've I've seen a movie outside of my house. <laughs> so <laughs> and, it, and, and 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 you it, get to see stuff that you're not going to actively look right. For and else, it, right? I I see it as a way of supporting the artists. Mm-hmm. Supporting Madhouse, um, supporting the film festival in general, right? Just, exactly. Like I said yeah. with with supporting Rob and getting the the film fe- like keeping that alive through all of this bullshit. Yep. Just like the fact that he was he managed to figure out a way. Yeah, to keep he, that he alive. was really trying to avoid having to do an online thing, like right? So many other festivals have done, right? So it just we got lucky that there is a drive-in. Yes, in this that's and in then, close proximity. Right. Yeah. the The one thing that I did like is uh, um, Kevin Smith has been using drive-ins yep. a lot. Yeah, lately. they've done what three different drive-in drive-in shows now. Yes, they I know Babylon. They did Get Old last week. Right, and I think they did. They do one more. I feel like there's one more. Well, they. Okay, they're not doing the Fat Man Beyond at a drive-in. No, right? no, Fat Man, Fat Man Beyond. I think it's still they're still doing it at the Scum and Villainy okay. Cafe. Um, oh, his fiftieth. That's right. His fiftieth was that's a right. show. Right. Yes. So he did two in California, and then the one in New Jersey. Yeah. And that it, it, it's it's right there. Yep. And it makes perfect sense. It gets sense. people out of the house. Right. You know, you're still social so, distancing and all, especially down there where numbers are, especially in California. Right. Uh, it's weird. weird. Crazy, yep. crazy stuff going on. Yeah. Jersey's Jersey's light in, in numbers. Right. That's oh. like, Kevin talked about that, going to Jersey for a week, and Jen's like, oh, but what if you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, they, we have more cases here than they do there. If right. anything, I'm bringing it there. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is... The, the the drive-in idea, you know, I'm wondering if you're going to see an uptick. I hope so. Like, in drive-ins. Uh, I I haven't heard. I haven't heard if it, cause I, but I, I do know that the the few drive-ins that are like, because we got the boonies here and the, the next closest is Mustang on the other side of London. Right. Um, but, and I think they've been showing older flicks. So, but still, that's. That's fun. Right. You know? Right. You get the right. There's certain films that were made for the drive-in. Oh, absolutely. So. Well, I remember, I said as a kid, I went to go see Empire Strikes Back at the drive-in. I saw, I, at some point, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw all three Star Wars movies at the drive-in. Yeah. I know I saw E.T. at the drive-in. Oh. Um, I can't remember anything else because a lot of times my parents would take me. Um, if it wasn't super packed, I would lay out a blanket. And everything uh, next to the car, yep. put my own speaker down, yep. And, yep. you know, yep. and usually fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember my dad would take us every once in a while to a dusk till dawn at the old uh, out by Maple City Cemetery. Yep. And always a double feature. And then every once in a while, they would do a dusk till dawn quadruple feature. 
I don't think we ever did that. Yeah. My parents aren't weren't huge movie watchers. My so. dad was. My dad is. is uh, that's how I got into movies. Mm-hmm. So my old man would take us. Well, he said movies, wrestling, all the things that he enjoyed. His. That's how he got pleasure was to watch like wrestling. That right. That entertainment was what what tickled his fancy so he just passed that on right and said that that i absorbed more of that than my brother did my brother got more into sports and athletics Mm -hmm. so whereas i got to like well my dad learned about me at an early age that i was not going to be a jock in any way um so he embraced a little bit more of the movie stuff star wars and a little bit uh, wrestling all because i got into it so well i he said my my brother started hockey early. My brother played a lot of sports. I I I got into hockey just you know because, um, it's the Canadian thing to do. But I would I was happiest. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but it said I was happiest Saturdays, sitting in front of the TV for hours on end. Oh yeah, and starting with the cartoons, and then getting into. Um, and very, and very. For me, it was with Saturday morning cartoons were done at noon. Yep. Flip it over to Channel Twenty. Yes. Channel Twenty would have the creature feature, creature, creature or Kung Fu Theater. Yep. Stuff like that. Yep. Yep. That's that was what. Uh, uh, Except those uh, odd weekends when they would flip to on TV and you had to have the decoder. Yeah. Like I never understood why they randomly like they seemed to be random when they did that. Nah, it didn't make sense. TV fifty fifty out of Detroit had a. Uh, a creature feature movie yeah, as well. They did they did that once um, in a while, but they didn't get as good as stuff as Channel Twenty for some reason. No, reasons. twenty twenty, 20 was got the go to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty got the classic Godzilla yes. and stuff like that. That's all oh, that's where really Ultraman. Like, Ultraman, uh Gamera. I remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like all the Godzilla ones. Um Gamera. Lots of Gamera movies. Uh Ultraman. Like then like the Universal Classics and all of, all of those like then they started to get into like the b the b end of mm-hmm. the the horror movie stuff then you got into some just schlocky crap but it was delicious to me i can't remember what channel here out here would get the late night saturday the elvira oh i don't know what channel that was on but i do remember watching elvira four channel four out of detroit maybe 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 after Saturday Night Live, maybe I think so. I know. It I know. Was, I watched Elvira. Well, Elvira was a big, big deal. Yeah. So it, it had probably was on a network. Mm-hmm. Network. We didn't board. have. There wasn't any Canadian version. So, but we only had two Canadian channels. Right. So, no, we we're getting stuff out of Detroit, right. and I remember like late at night, you were either four, two, or seven. Maybe 50, maybe 20. And all of them would go off the air at 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then 
said after a while, they said that's when they said cable started, and then that's when the twenty four hour cycle right. But started. yeah, the, the, yeah. But after two in the morning, it becomes all infomercials. Yeah, well, yeah. And for the longest time, like it, it, she did, she does it now. Now that we have a TV in our bedroom again, TV's on at night again, and but we have a clapper. Ah, <laughs> shut it off nice. real easy. There you go. Um, that's why we got it. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so for the longest time we'd have the tv on it be on all night so i know for a fact i could you could test me and i subconsciously know everything there is to know about the chuck norris workout system (laughs) and and the the magic bullet blender system yeah and probably a couple other infomercial products slap shop uh no that didn't have a full infomercial that just had commercials uh sham wow no, again, didn't have the full on. Really, it didn't I have the for full sure. on. No, it just had quick commercials. It like the the longer commercials, but it just had commercials. It didn't have the full on half hour infomercial. Not that I recall. No, we're, we're talking like the yeah uh, OxyClean dude and Flex Seal. Oh well, no, oh, Flex, the Flex Seal, Seal came That's much new. later. Yeah, yeah that, so. that was later. No, I'm picturing there was some dude who wore like ugly sweaters all the time. Oh, that dude! That dude! <laughs> I, oh, I couldn't shit. Believe me think of his name, but he he did a few of them, and like the Ginsu knives, I think was a yeah. was a popular yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ginsu knives, Ronco stuff. Oh yeah, the Ron- well, those were just commercials. Or did they? No, there was a Ronco. There was a Ronco infomercial because they they did a couple different. Here's what you can do with the Ronco rotisserie. That's right. That's right. And we got we have a Ronco rotisserie. We bought it at Value Village, (laughs) and it had all the parts except for one bonus thing that they would talk about on the infomercial. Really? They called it the Solid Food Injector. So it's one thing to get a food injector where it's just a giant syringe you can you know, oil and spices inside, right? Yeah. This was, they called it solid food because it had this plastic point tip and you could put like a half a clove of garlic and a chunk of onion and whatnot into this thing and then you could squeeze that and it would open up at the end and stuff them into the middle no of the meat. No way. Can't find the fucking thing anywhere. I have searched. Oh. I cannot find a solid food injector anywhere. So that tells me either A, it didn't work, or B, it's so secret proprietary or whatever that they don't want anybody knowing. Or C, it worked too well and people did not get rid of them. That's probably the case. I don't know. <laughs> but it, that was the one piece that this, this rotisserie did not have. Yeah. And I like that rotisserie. Set it and forget it. That's yeah. that's where that phrase started. Easiest, easiest and it's, thing. Yeah. And, and, and it works, and it's yep. tasty, and, you yeah. know, we can make, we can cook, a, like, the whole chicken on there, and it it's like Swiss chalet chicken. You know, Perfect. it works. But Perfect. it doesn't have that injector. Damn it. <laughs> what about uh, KTEL? Oh, I just had that conversation with Xander. No way, right? Really? Um, because he's found, uh, I cannot remember the guy's name, but he found a guy who does, like, metal. Like uh, kind of metal music, yeah. but with saxophones and horns or something. I can't remember what he called it, okay. but um, and that made me think of uh, there was a KTEL set, and I have searched for this online, can't find it. Classic Thunder, metal versions of classic tunes. Oh, it, oh okay, that would be right along the same lines of like Hooked on Classics too, right? Where they did kind of the kind of the 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 poppy. Kind of, sort of, yeah. But this was like harder metal, metal? version. It's like if Metallica did Mozart kind of stuff. 
Okay, I, I just remembered the inf- that commercial sounded. They, 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 it sounded cool. Of course, I wasn't going to order it, but sure. now in this day and age, I should be able to find everything online. I can't find it <laughs> because nobody ordered it. Nobody ripped eh, it. Quite possible. So I'm I'm sure, I haven't I'm searched sure in a little while dug, though. Yeah, so if you dug, I, I've got sure you could probably. Yeah. If, I, okay. If you if you had looked back in the day of like the Nap, Napster and. <laughs> All the peer-to-peer stuff, yeah. you could probably find it then. Yeah. I bet you if you went on YouTube. I'll have to try that. Yeah, it's been a while since I've looked for that, or the solid food injector for that matter. It's been a couple years since I've actively searched for either one of those things. So. Maybe the patent has uh, lapsed on the solid food injector. You can re- uh, Nah, that's too much work. <laughs> I just want one. I just want to buy one. <laughs> oh, <that> sounds painful. <laughs> oh, somebody you else design something. What? Somebody, somebody else do that, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I win the lottery and just pay people to do it? That's right. Well, what's the sense of having all this money? Exactly. I have to do the exactly. work. So. <laughs> but yeah, that classic Thunder set. I was just talking to Xander about that. And so would that fall in the lines of like? Um, Oh shit! Well, I, as I recall, when well, like, did Metallica do their stuff? The S and M one? Uh, I don't. Was it S and M? I can't yeah. remember. Like when they did like well, November Rain, and they had the the November Rain. Remember the that song was, November Rain has the orchestra yeah. with it. So they did like a whole album like that. Yeah, that was that was S and M. They just re released. They released another okay S and M two okay. Where they where they do some of their newer stuff with the San Francisco okay uh, orchestra, the the S and M one that was a long time ago. Right. I, I, I feel like like I, I like almost felt like that 90s. was inspired by the KTEL thing. Probably, but there there was there was a, a, a spate of like Kiss did that. Okay, um, Metallica. Like, there's been a lot of metal bands have been. Messing around with orchestra, orchestras to to make that layered sound. It also, so. but it, 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 when you see that though, a lot of people forget metal bands are musicians too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're some of the most talented musicians yep. out there. Yep. They just don't get the credit for it. No, because it, it's ew, it's metal, right? So, but when you hear like you hear uh, some of the some of the lead singers of these bands that are usually growl, yelling and growly and whatnot. They can sing. They can sing. Yeah. Well, there was I, I stumbled across a uh, a video on YouTube, and it was comparing female metal singers like to pop uh, female pop singers, uh-huh. and they were like they're having the side by side comparison uh, singing a cappella. Okay, and the pop singer I think they had like um, Lady Gaga, uh, Katy Perry, Nicki Minaj. Oh, who was the other one? It wouldn't exactly count Minaj in there. Ari- yeah. uh, Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande or something like that. Just mangling songs, acapella. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to some of these female metal singers. And they're like, damn, this girl's this girl's got pipes. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, everybody like, they had, uh, oh, what was it? I can't remember. Like, she, was, she was a metal singer. And I think it was on like a... Uh, uh, one of the like the the voice like voice knockoff kind of things, and, right. the, and the judges are like, "Wow, you sing metal, that kind of thing." And she's like, "Yeah, that's what I do." <laughs> and it was like her, her singing uh, was good. I, I read an article uh, 
a few uh, a while back, like a month ago or so, uh, about reality shows and like here's these shows are more real and these shows are not real at all. Yeah, yeah. And surprisingly, The Voice not real at all. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I I thought there was a little bit more to it, but no, no. It's, no, there's no. no way those people are not getting vetted before they step yep. onto that stage. And there's been a lot of artists apparently who have been approached and said no. But I can, I can see, see why. Yeah. We stopped watching it a few years back. We watched like the first at least six seasons pretty religiously. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone who has won that show and gone on to any sort of mainstream success. No. Not, not a single no. one. Like, I remember. A couple of them tour with like like when, when Blake's country girls or whatever have, have won. Yeah. They've toured with him. But yeah. they're but they don't have major hits on the radio and stuff, no. you know. Any of those shows, honestly, when you look at the track record, how many of those shows have aired? How many of them? How many of the winners have gone on to major right. success? I, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, that I was I was going to say that she was the one that came to my mind the first when you were talking about contestants. Yep, she is the only name that I can like off the no, top of my head. A couple, um, but no, but, but hers, like, for me, but hers didn't yeah. start right away. It wasn't until no. she broke from that label is when she really blew up after that. When she when she got able to do her own pop right. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The only, the probably the biggest to come off of any of those shows is Carrie Underwood. Her Carrie success Underwood? was huge. She came off one of those shows? Season, I want to say four. I could be wrong, but season four or somewhere around there. She she was an idol. She was an American idol. I never realized. Yep. I thought she just came out on her own. No. Nope. I never realized she, she was, was an American. She was an American idol. Huh. Um, oh, there you go. You know. The more you know. Daughtry, <laughs> but again, he yeah. hasn't had huge success. No, a lot of these guys tend to be flashing the pants. Exactly. And then. They might have one hit. And then they're gone. Yeah. And so. Well, okay. And, and I don't. But again, I have not heard of a single contestant from The Voice who's had any sort of success, even close to what Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood did. No. The, the, the one thing that uh, I got on to the last couple of weeks is um, Lord Royals. Okay. Yeah. So. For whatever, I heard it on satellite radio. I heard Royals. A few oh. years ago, but yeah. No, like recently. I know, but that yeah. song was big like two, three years ago. Right. So, and then I like, I fell down that rabbit hole. And I'm going, all right. So today, uh, I, I type into the, the search engine. I go, whatever happened to Lord? And she, they're saying, well, she released two albums. And then she deleted almost all of her social networking and stuff like that. But recently, I think it was like within the last six or nine months, she got on her Instagram and said, yep, new album in the oven. Okay. So she, for whatever reason, she just like, fuck it. I don't want to uh, be on. She rose really quick and a lot yeah. of them tend to burn out on that. So they, and some of them, like in her case, it sounds like it might've been the smart move. Okay. I need to step back. Yeah. I need to calm down. The step one up. thing I didn't realize about her, she's from New Zealand. I thought she was English. So did I. Yeah, really? she, she's a, she, she's, she's a, a New Zealand. Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. Huh. Oh, like, yeah. well, I what do you know? I thought for sure she was British. Yeah. No, nope. huh. Kiwi. Cool. The more you know. Yep. So, I always thought uh, Billie Eilish was kind of similar, a lot weirder, <laughs> but uh, we were raised on Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Anything that Billie Eilish does is old hat for us. Sure. 
But I, no, comparing her to Lord is what I was oh, trying to go. Okay. Yeah, There's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. a bit of a similarity there. But she, uh, Billie Eilish, I think is, uh, and this might be the wrong terms. She's much more of an artist. She's very, very strange and eclectic in her style and her music. Her brother co-writes a lot of her music, yeah. you know, and so and their stuff like their their biggest hit is a weird ass song. Bad bad guy. Yeah. That's a weird song. It's cool, but it's weird. Yeah, I I agree. I I fell down the rabbit hole with bad guy as well, mm-hmm. and I, I I I was snagging covers. Of bad guy. I've heard a couple good ones. And it was just like, if you listen to the song, it is about a guy that is dating a Lolita-style girl who's fucking crazy, Mm -hmm. and this dude's wife or ex-wife or whatever is scared the fuck out of this chick because she's batshit crazy. This dude is batshit crazy for banging this young chick and is like you listen to that song and go this is fucked up but it's a good song and some of the metal covers are better i dare say than the original i'm sure he has i've never looked has leo done bad guy yeah i'll have to check it out i don't think i ever heard it it's it's a very interesting cover okay you know that song wop that's getting Never heard a second of it, but I, 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 I am aware, aware of it, of it yes. and what it is. Okay. Yeah. So I am a, was against the song, and I have not listened to any of it. I think I might have heard two seconds, yeah. um, but it was referenced in an interview or something. Yeah. You're, you're on record as saying you. Well, you I mean, it's like Cardi B. Cardi B right? So. Yes. So Xander. Now, Xander. Whether he wants to admit it or not, Xander is somewhat of a music snob at times. It comes with his training and all that. Yeah. But he he also appreciates music in all its forms and hears things differently than what I do. So when he plays, because he plays a lot of weird eclectic stuff, he's constantly, he follows so many different artists yeah. that are only on YouTube and whatnot. They're not signed to any major labels or anything. Mm-hmm. And some of them are amazing talented. I'll, I admit that wholly. But they're we- some of the weird, he, he, a lot of jazzy kind of stuff and, 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 and all that. Yeah. But um, so when he listens to things, he'll hear it differently and it'll kind of open my eyes. Kind of like when you described the wrestling and, and explained all that, you know, yeah. it kind of opens my eyes a little bit more. To him, WAP is a great song. <laughs> I, the reason why. I, I said, I'm dying and, to and, hear the but he pointed But he pointed it out. It's a double standard. The song is filthy. Yeah. Okay. The song is absolutely filthy. But we've heard filthy songs from male artists for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've heard filthy songs from females before. Not to this level. No. And with the, no. the, the dirtiest of songs have always come from men. Well, we, okay. we were raised on two live crew. Right. So it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, now you have these women, empowerment if you want, okay, they're just doing the same thing. Yeah. And Xander says it's a great song. Now, I have not heard any of it. I am going to give it a listen for posterity's sake. You know, I got to know. But Leo did it. Leo covered it? Leo covered it a oh couple boy. days ago. So I want to hear the original first. Okay. And then I'll hear the Leo version. Because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I love Leo. Yeah. So... 
But I will be. I, I am going to give it a check out uh, just because Xander. You know. Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't. I don't want to argue and disagree with Xander on everything. I got to give it a chance. So you're not putting it on now. We'll get. We'll get a strike. We'll get a copyright strike. I'm worried about a strike. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll, it's queued up after we go off the okay. air. Okay, all right. All right. Oh, we're we're, we're going to share the experience? We're going to share this experience. Aww. Because you were talking about WAP, WAP, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yep. But at this point in time, last year, year before, what was the big hubbub? I don't Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, fuck, yeah. It was about a year ago that right. that shit hit the fan. Right. So, Baby It's Cold Outside was yeah, deemed... The, the date rape song. The date rape song. Cut to... Yep. Chicks talking about their wet ass pussy. So... That's what the name of the song is. I know. <laughs> well, there's yep. your, there's yep. your little Told cover you. right there. Two days ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get through this. Yeah. Eye bleach. Eye <laughs> bleach. Maybe. 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 <laughs> All right. So we got to watch this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to end this show right uh, now. All right. Okay. So, and then inflict this crap upon myself. All right. All right. So okay. if we survive. If we survive. Thank you very much for listening to the Three Nose Podcast for this week. I said, I've been Mike. I'm Jason. We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. God Pray help us. for yes, us. Yes, please. Bye. I'm scared. <laughs> game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.